Welcome everyone. Uh, you're gonna have to deal with my sexy congestion voice because I'm still getting over being sick. Um, so let's jump into it. So last episode we had, you know, it was the first real full episode of how the arc is gonna look. Uh, we got a look at how Jaden and Nova are being played by our lovely hunters. You know, they're both having panic attacks right now because they can't find their significant other slash best friend. So they're all freaking out. They have Booker on the case now and, you know, Booker's also freaking the fuck out. Um, but yeah, they got everything uh, settled and they were looking for stuff and then we learned we flipped over to Irina and Mercy about what they're experiencing right now and they're not having a good time they're having a bad trip uh, they are kind of still trying to figure out and navigate whatever the fuck that they're in right now and figuring out what's happening but things don't really seem like how they should be so we're gonna jump into the episode of them kind of getting more context clues on what's happening and everyone enjoy the episode bye mercy similar to the feeling irena had you can feel your body just hit the ground like a bag of bricks. You remember the burning hot sensation of when the anomaly had touched you to when your body hits the concrete. And it's that echoing sound that bounces off the concrete walls and floors of you hitting the ground that you are jolted awake and you are laying in your apartment in your company-issued apartment, and it does not take you very long to notice the fact that you are not alone in your bed. Upon you jostling in the sudden-jerking motion, the person who is currently sleeping with their head on your chest also starts awake, and as they lift their head and look at you, you can tell it's solstice. And they're looking at you bleary-eyed, just like, what What happened? Are you... Did you have a nightmare? Uh, uh, I... I think I, I did. Um... What... I'm a, I'm a little lost. Solstice turns around and, uh, blinking their eyes a couple times, look at the alarm clock. Uh, sitting on the nightstand, and you can tell that it reads 8.30, and Solstice just goes, oh, we slept in. God, we gotta get up and get ready. Uh, and they right. they immediately pop out of bed and, like, go off to take a shower. Uh, okay, while Solstice is taking a shower, I'm checking if I have my bag and my knife. Uh, you have hmm. can, at the very least can i can i still conjure a flame yes you can okay i can you, still you do okay. that with you are able just like first instinct you just like flex your hand just to see if any kind of spark of magic comes to you and with a deep breath of relief you there is a familiar blue fire that just pops into your hand and you're just like oh thank christ that's still there oh, okay and you get up 
and you notice that your bag is sitting next to your bedside where you normally put it at the end of the day and you rifle through your bag and the knife that Booker gave you is not where it's normally. Okay. Uh, let's see. Solstice. They're, they just call out from the shower. Yeah. Uh, have you seen a knife anywhere? You, what knife are you talking about? There's knives in the kitchen if you need one. Uh, okay, yeah, I'll, I'll look there. I, I think I might have misplaced one of them. Uh, I'm gonna go into the kitchen. Uh, the only knives in the kitchen that you can find through searching through all the drawers and everything like that are just, like, spare kitchen knives. There is there is no sign of the dagger anywhere. Okay. Where is my phone? I'm going to check. I'm going to check my contacts. <laughs> uh, your phone is currently sitting in. It's sitting on the kitchen counter charging. It's where you normally plug it in during the night. And you pick up your phone and it sits right next to the refrigerator And as you go over to pick up your phone, you notice that there are a couple of photos hanging on the the fridge door. And it's a photo of it's a photo of Nova standing in front of the Brightway Tech and Development Building. They are wearing a lab coat and they just have a big grin on on her face as she's like holding a thumbs up towards the camera and written on the bottom is Nova's first day at work. And it's just the two of you just like absolutely beaming at the camera. There is a picture of you and Booker in a pie eating contest where Booker is just absolutely creaming you at it. <laughs> and the third picture on the photo is a picture of you and Solstice with two people that you have never seen before, but you just by looking at like the facial structures and just seeing them standing next to solstice that you can only assume that these are her parents. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, And as you pick up your phone and you scroll through your contacts, you see that you have Booker's number, you have solstice's number and you still have Nova's as well. Um, You have uh, Jaden's number actually. And both of your parents' numbers are currently in your phone unblocked, as well as... They're um, unblocked or unblocked? They're unblocked. Okay. And you also have Quinn's number in there. And then you have a few other, uh, a couple other names that you don't quite recognize. Do I have Irina's? You do have Irina's, my bad. I missed, I knew I missed one. <laughs> okay. Yes, you do have Irina's number. Okay. Um I'm gonna call Irina because do I do I have I have memory of what just happened, right? Yes. You okay. remember everything leading up to when you, of the sensation. You have you have a memory of everything leading up to when you blacked out. Okay. So it's no case of amnesia, anything like that. Okay. No, you 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 remember everything. Okay, so first instinct I'm going to do is okay, this is weird. Even if none of that happened, Irina might be able to have something to say about this. <laughs> uh so I'm going to call Irina. 
and Irina. Yeah. In the scene, you are currently sat on the couch in your living room, and you can hear Jaden talking to someone that your mind still can't quite wrap around the fact that it that they're talking to your mother. And you can tell that they're like talking in kind of like hush, hushed tones, just like, I don't know what's going on with her. She seems really upset about something. I I think it would be best if you came over, let her see that you're okay. I don't think she she thinks that something happened to you. I think she had a bad nightmare. I just I think she just needs a mother of comfort of some kind. And it's in these hushed tones that you're trying to like still desperately grasp the situation around you that the phone in your hand lights up and it's Mercy's number. She picks up immediately. Uh hey, Irina. Mercy? Uh, yeah. Hey. Are uh, you my Mercy? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. What the fuck is going on? Oh, thank goodness. I have no idea. <laughs> okay, that's comforting. <laughs> I just woke up and Jaden is talking to my mother. And uh, I, there are pictures of my parents and Quinn. I don't understand anything. Uh, I woke up with Solstice. Um, Booker's knife is not with me. Uh, I still can conjure a flame. That's something that I can still do. (laughs) (laughs) That's the word spirit. I'm a soccer coach. (laughs) Wait, wait, you're a, you're a what now? I'm a soccer coach for middle schoolers. Uh, Irina? Like, I, I'm i sure that, like, if I hadn't gone down, you know, the fighting path, that maybe I would have been interested in helping kids because I enjoyed soccer. But at the same time, um, I like killing things. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mercy's just going to say, I mean, I the soccer part I enjoy because, I mean, kicking things, you know, you're still hitting something. But middle schoolers? Are you sure? Middle schooler. Why did I choose middle schoolers? They're the worst. When did you choose middle schoolers? I don't know. Booker is apparently doing middle schooler. (laughs) (laughs) Excuse me. (laughs) (laughs) Not doing middle school. For legal reasons. This is a joke. Icy cold, icy hot. Yeah, <laughs> yes. I don't know if that's a reference. It's something. I. Okay, so yeah. Where the fuck are we? 
Mercy, uh, it's at this point that you hear Solstice uh, from your guys' room just call out, just like, who are you talking to? We're meeting your parents for breakfast at 9.30. Uh, <laughs> okay, so uh, extra bad news. I'm still on great terms with my parents. Oh, God. <laughs> um. Okay, I'm going to, like, turn around uh, and say to Solstice, hey, um, after you get done, uh, can we sit a moment? Uh, sure, we might be late, but... Uh, it'll, it'll be fine, it'll be fine, it's fine. Irina, what the fuck is going on? I don't know, we need to meet up and do something about this. Yeah, something, um... Uh, where do we meet? The are, do we go to the annex? We meet at Booker's apartment. Booker's Apparently, apartment? Quinn is alive, and I feel like if anyone can do something, it's probably Quinn. <laughs> okay, yeah, that's that's fair. Okay, um, yeah, I'm just gonna, yeah, uh, I'll let you know uh, when I'm getting close to Booker's and stuff like that. Okay. Okay. And then I hang up. Uh, and I'm just going to wait for Solstice to get out. Irina, as soon as you hang up, Jaden just comes out from like from what you know is your guys or your study or your office. And she just goes, how you feeling? How you doing? Mercy remembers the same things. Okay. Don't talk to me like I'm crazy. Okay. Jaden. Jaden, I you are the love of my life. She like puts her hands on their shoulders. Jaden, we need to go to Booker's. Why are we going to Booker's? Booker and Quinn are coming to pick us up at 2:30 so we can go to the national tournament. Screw the national tournament. You're just gonna throw all that away what about grayson who's grayson irena <laughs> irena yes booker's son grayson what booker and quinn adopted a little boy a couple years ago remember you got you helped them get the adoption papers ready she she's gonna look a little emotional because that's like this is all the life that she's all ever wanted and she just kind of like shakes it off for a second and just we we need to i talked to mercy she's going to meet us there i'm i'm sorry Jaden, that this doesn't make sense right now but you need to trust me Jaden just takes in a deep breath and they're just like, are you sure you don't want to wait for your mom to show? She's on her way. She can tell her to meet us there. Okay. Okay. Okay, fine. And they go off to get to get dressed. And Mercy, it's as soon as you hang up the phone that Solstice comes back out and they're like 
towel, towel drying their still wet hair and they come out and sit next to you on the couch and sh- they just go, okay, what's up? Uh, okay, so I'm just going to, I'm going to like hold Solstice's hand and just be like, okay, so I'm going to sound a little bit like, uh, I guess not entirely with it. Um, might think that I had a bad dream, whatever. Uh, so it seems like something's not exactly right. I woke up from getting attacked by a creature. The solstice's eyebrows are already furrowing in confusion. Yeah, okay. I kind of figured. Um, you're... Listen, this is going to even sound more outlandish, but it clearly seems that I'm either in a dream or in some sort of different reality, dreamscape, whatever. Um, But I came from a different place, I guess. Um, I'm asleep, I think. As far as I know, I'm asleep. And Irina, I was with Irina, and we both got attacked by this monster. I had just called Irina to, like, clear my suspicions that, yes, this is the Irina from, I guess, the waking world. But we need to figure out what to do, because uh, I guess in the... In this dream world, I'm on good terms with my parents, and that's that's not something that I have. Uh, again, I, this sounds extremely crazy, but if we're going to go meet them, it's going to be extremely tense because uh, th- there's a lot more. And it, depending on how things go, I'll explain it later, but I we need to go to my Uncle Booker's. We can just, we can call off, we can call off the breakfast for another day. Just kind of do a rain check on it. Uh, Just say that, you know, stuff came up. All that, all all that fun stuff. And if it's all right with you, we can go out to Uncle Booker's and we can try and solve a bunch of this mess out. They have just sat there silently just like they were still drying their hair. And then as you continue to talk, just like the motion slowly stopped until the towel's now sitting in their laps and they just go, okay, so let me get this straight. You're dreaming right now. I'm pretty sure. Your whole life that you've been living up until now has been fake. Uh, As far as I know, yeah. Uh, This is incongruent with uh, the world that I just came from. And you talked to Irina. Yes. You first called Irina, who you don't normally speak to. To check to see if you were dreaming. 
but in in out of this in the waking realm whatever me and irena like she's my teacher she's taught me pretty much everything i've known in my adult life your teacher for what athletics soccer Uh, plays it's uh hunting monsters mercy you're an art kid you go to college i no don't 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 get me wrong i'm not trying to undermine you here i can definitely tell that you're stressed about something and that something is really bothering you and it pains me to see you like this it's just you gotta understand that this is a lot to swallow considering that i have lived by your side for the past four years four years uh shit uh i mean that's that's wonderful i mean god that's for in whatever that's four more years than where i came from and you're telling me that you don't like your parents despite the fact that we all just went on a family vacation with them a couple months ago I'm going to conjure a flame really quick. And holding that blue flame in my hand, I'm just going to say, so you know my whole fire thing, right? Yes, both you and your uncle and your great-grandfather had it. My parents refused me to do this for years. They suppressed so much of my own powers and who I was as a person. And this is having them me be on good terms with them now is also very, very shocking. Uh, If we were to, like I said, if we were to go on this brunch, breakfast, whatever, it, trust me, it would not be the same as You've probably had many brunches or breakfasts before. Solstice just stares at you as you explain this to her. And they just take in a deep breath. Just. I'm going to hold their hands and just be like, I know I sound crazy, outlandish completely just like I lost a few bolts, whatever you want to say about it, but just trust me. There is, there is something going on. And while this is a wonderful life, this is, I'm, I might have, I feel like I'm not, the right mercy i think the mercy that you know is not me right now solstice just like searches your face for any kind of any kind of hint that you're lying to them right now and they just shake their head and they lean over and they kiss you on the cheek and just go my mercy or not i still 
I do still love you. So if this means a lot to you, then we can go. All right. We can figure this out. And whatever comes up, I'll I'll let you know. They just nod their head and they stand and they just go, let me call your parents. I'll tell them that we can't make it. You're not feeling great and we're just going to stay home and then get dressed and then we can go. Okay. Right. Let's do that. And uh, all that's going on. Uh, uh, may I ask, uh, the what clothing does the mercy in this world have? Is it any different than the one from the waking world? Your your wardrobe is absolutely just filled to the brim with like graphic tees and like high pattern sweaters, lots of colors, like ripped jeans just like the wardrobe you've always wanted is in your closet right now shit yeah i'm getting that stuff on and as you're as you kind of rifle through your closet you can tell that there's one in uh that's hanging on the uh hanger kind of like away from the other ones and it's like this like name brand kind of like um like a fandom-esque like clothing apparel something that's very expensive that your parents never never bought you when you were growing up because it was too expensive and it was stupid and it's hanging on a hanger just kind of like out of the way like trying to get you to notice it and as you pull it out you can tell that it's this thing that you've always wanted and written on a note kind of safety pinned onto the uh like the shoulder of the garment is for your 20th birthday love mom uh okay i guess i'm putting that on this is very weird for mercy (laughs) jesus this is like polar opposite and in the pockets because it's like a it's like a jacket hoodie esque thing, and the pockets are just filled with your favorite candy. Damn. Well, I guess I'll pop one of those. I'll pop one of those in my mouth. I guess. It's as you're getting dressed, and uh, you head back out to the living room to see Solstice, who has their coat on, and they're just. Uh, you can tell that they're on the phone telling what you can hear to be your mother on the other line about how you're not feeling well and that they're saying you're both staying home to take and they're going to take good care of you. And you can tell that your mother has like audible worry in her voice about how her baby, her little baby girl is feeling just to make sure that solstice updates her on what's happening. And it's in this moment of just feeling this absolute alien feeling of your mother actually caring about your well-being that we flip back over and what do you you Jaden and Nova what are you doing what are your guys' plans you're both kind of waiting for information to happen right now yeah your plan of attack so are we all together now or are we in our separate places at the moment uh do Nova and Jaden know that the other exists I don't think they've ever met yeah no they've never met before only Mercy and Booker know that Jaden even exists. Yes. And then neither one of them have would have betrayed Irina's trust to tell mm-hmm. Nova about Jaden. I I I would assume that no or uh, Mercy's probably 
made very vague mentions to the fact that Irina has another friend, but has, like, not ever gone into specifics. Just, like, if Jaden was in a story that Mercy was telling, she probably gave, like, a very vague kind of reference to Jaden, but probably never name-dropped or anything like that. Yeah, that seems pretty fair. Your guys' only tie is Booker together. Shit, okay. Okay, so we're okay, so we're all in our respective places. Yes. So you have gone back to your apartment. Uh Solstice has taken up the fact that they're going to stay at the company with uh Booker to try to see if they can figure out any more information along with him. And Jaden, the last you heard is that Booker is gathering information. Okay. Um this probably wasn't like fleshed out enough, like because because uh, I don't know if like Nova would have had like projects in her own apartment uh, or like scrap anything. Um, feel free to like completely deny this. Um, I mean, it's it's been it's been canonically established the fact that Nova is very much a tinkerer, so yeah. it would make it would make sense that she just has random shit lying around. Okay, cause... she's also a very messy person. If that's also been established, so I'm sure she just has a lot of shit just around. Yeah, she just has a lot of stuff just around, and I think. Um... Nova's going to try and make something because her hunch is that, like, um, first off, uh, Ruby is extremely passive um, and, like, it just isn't doing enough in a situation that's clearly, like, we got to go. Um, but that's her own, like, um, her own, like, opinion about the matter. So she's going to do something about it in terms of making her own weapon. Okay. What are you, what are you trying? What are you specifically doing? Just probably make some weird, like coil, like knife with like a heated coil. Okay. It's just something like that. That's the first thing that I can come up with out the top of my head um but i think i i would imagine at first she's just going to be like i don't know if i want that to be the final thing but uh she definitely starts tinkering around with stuff but yeah i think i might need a moment to like kind of plan out what i want nova to do okay i i will tell you you think about exactly what you want to make and when you figure that out let me just pipe up and I'm going to have you roll to see how well you can pull it off with the limited amount of things that you have. So I'll have you roll plus sharp. Okay. Just to see if you're able to do what you're setting out to do. (laughs) Uh, That's a six. Okay. So with a six, uh, that is, that's a complete failure. So, Uh, mark experience. Yay! Nova's first experience point <laughs> on the first roll. <laughs> and as you are trying to, you are in the process of making this blade because you're just like, no matter what, a fucking hot knife is going to slice through something. It's going to do some kind of damage. 
but it's in the middle it's while you were in the middle of this process you have a moment of doubt of just like what if this isn't what i want to make if this thing's as dangerous as everyone's making out it out to be it, it probably should have a little bit more oomph and it's in this moment of doubt that you manage to snap the key components that you need to make the heated blade actually heat up and it is just completely unsalvageable. Unsalv- You've broken it completely. Fuck. Uh, I think at this point, uh, seeing that the key components are broken, uh, she's just going to fucking chuck it in the bin. Just like, motherfucker. <laughs> Jaden, what are you uh, What are you doing? Uh, Jaden is just in their true form. Uh, obviously they chose sweatpants as their pants of choice. Uh, obviously, of course. Are they gray sweatpants? Yeah. Of course, of course. Uh, and they are just, uh, shoveling, they are, like, in <laughs> Irina's apartment, shoveling down all the food emotionally. <laughs> <laughs> all they can do is wait for Booker, so they're just letting it all out. Incredibly valid. <laughs> So it's as you're shoveling all this food and just down your gullet, uh, you just hear from the intercom just It's kind of like a <laughs> one second they're a scorpion and the next second just boop, and they're a human. <laughs> just just a <laughs> and then uh after as this long tone is happening, just as like someone's holding down the intercom call, you get a text from Booker saying, just let me into the damn building. <laughs> they do. Okay. <laughs> so it, it's a couple a couple minutes past because, you know, he has to get to the top of the building. Mm-hmm. And uh, you hear the sounds of keys in the lock unlocking the door. And... Booker steps in and shuts the door behind him. He's gained a sun hat, the umbrella hat, since you've last seen him. <laughs> On top of it? On top of the other one? No, just when Booker left, he didn't have the the uh, umbrella hat. And oh, now he does. Right. Okay. <laughs> and Booker just takes off his sunglasses and like that serious, like, TV show cop move. <laughs> That's just like, so I have some information. <laughs> um, I fucking love that dork. Booker just kind of like looks at you and he goes, sorry, my coping mechanism is humor. <laughs> oh, me too. Booker! Uh, hold on, hold on. I gotta look up, what's the name of that gray-haired guy from like NCIS? Oh, I I don't know his name, but I know who you're talking about. I don't know. <laughs> One of those things. So you turn into Leroy Gibjibs from NCIS. <laughs> In response to the coping with humor, they just turn into Agent Gibbs and just go, me too. <laughs> Booker just offers a few. <laughs> Gibbs give, gives one back. <laughs> They like they turn their skin gray and just go dun dun. <laughs> it happens in NCIS too, I think. What are you two talking about? Oh, we're talking about 
<laughs> they just like turn back into their normal form. Just so what's the information? As soon as you turn back into yourself, uh Booker removes his umbrella hat and he just goes, Okay, there was a call that came in late uh last night. Uh Ruby got a call from the chief of police. She I managed to do a little bit a little bit more a little bit more digging Uh, i haven't gone i haven't been able to visit down at the police station yet but something happened to elise who i don't know if you're aware of our great and glorious city but she's chief of police yeah as me being a monster and all i try to steer clear (laughs) probably (laughs) but ruby thinks that elise got kidnapped probably by the same anomaly that took both Irina and Mercy. They were dispatched about 3.34 in the morning, and they haven't been heard from since. So, we're going, right? We're definitely going, but I need to figure out what we're going up against. Apparently, they called Amber during the night uh, from what I could find of Roxanne, but I haven't been able to find Amber or get a hold of Amber yet. <laughs> and they just, like, go over and start shoveling food back into their face. <laughs> Coping mechanisms, baby. It's like a, some, like a freaking breadstick halfway through their face. Just... <laughs> okay, I'm gonna, um, um, what should I do in the meantime? Cool. Is there... You know Kidal, right? Yeah. I'm kind of scared of him. Why? Do you think that he, there's a way you could convince him to come with us? Uh, I mean, uh, I know Irina said that he was cool, and I, I love my girlfriend... So I guess I can try. If whatever managed to grab both Irina, Mercy, and Elise, we're going to need whatever firepower we can get our hands on. And Emmerich, he is out on a different assignment. Uh, He's not going to be back in the city at least until next week. Uh, Everyone else is on other assignments. I can't find Amber. Roxanne isn't too thrilled about Irena right now. Neither is Felix. I can't get a hold of Solstice either. Where is Kidal being held? He... Booker just, like, comes to the realization just... He's in the Brightway building. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um... I don't enjoy that. Listen, they they made him a cell on the ninth floor. It's abandoned right now. He's been held there for the past month and a half. He hasn't made any, from what I've heard from Rhyme and Nile, he hasn't made any attempts to escape or to attack anyone. He seemed pretty chill as of recently. Pretty chill. Pretty chill. <laughs> I love Jaden. 
How am I getting into the annex without um getting shot? Oh no, he's not in the annex. You don't have to go down. There. Oh. He's he's on the ninth floor. I can I can give you while I do some more reconnaissance, try to get a hold of Amber. You can take my key card and you can get into the building. They don't no one should question you if you have my key card. Can I have your sunglasses? Absolutely, and he hands them to you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so you're gonna go talk to Kidal. I'm going to go try to get a hold of Amber. I'm going to try to go down to the police station, see if I can find some other stuff out. Does it sound like a plan? All right. All right, kids. Break. 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 <laughs> and he puts his umbrella hat back on and leaves. <laughs> Jaden just, like, takes a moment to just exhale, just, oh, I have to go into that building. <laughs> That's just Irina specifically told me never to go into this building. <laughs> and then just the building jolly hop skips away. The building full of people that will most certainly kill me if given the opportunity. Uh-huh. <laughs> Let's see if I remember how to do this and quickly and efficiently. So if you want to hear more from Miss Megan, uh, you can go find her over on Instagram, which is otter underscore sketches. She posts a lot of fun art over there as long as well as her comic over on Tapas called The Stolen Gods. It's a lot of fun. Um, if you want to hear more from Miss Haley, you can go find her over on twitch.tv slash Haley does things. She hasn't streamed in a while, but you know, you can still go check her out. Give her some love. She plans on doing that. We have a Twitter, which is M underscore M underscore shenanigans. Uh, I try to keep up when we're missing an episode or if there's any big news. So go follow us over there. We have a TikTok, which is mischief underscore monsters. We post highlights over there, some of our favorite moments. So that's a lot of fun over there. Um, we have an email, which is m.m.podcast2000 at gmail.com. Please send us an email. Let me know what your favorite character is, what your favorite arc was. If you have any questions for me, just send them on over. Um, I think I got everything. Uh, so I hope everyone enjoys the rest of their day and have a lovely time. Bye.